Welcome back to Dirty Harry Minute, the only podcast to review every minute of the 1971 Warner Brothers classic, Dirty Harry. I'm one of your hosts, John, and as ever, I'm joined with... Tim. Trent. And our returning guest, Mr. Nash Travis. Hello. I'm sorry that I'm on these episodes. (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. Do we need to speak to your agent to pull you into line, Trav? Yeah, uh, I'll just direct all bad comments to uh, Trav Crap Nash at poopmail.com. We, we won't blame you for the Wentworth Miller discussion. Oh, look, you can definitely blame me for that. Today we are reviewing Minute 37. The minute begins with Harry saying you'll never guess and ends with Harry spotting a woman in her underwear. Did you like this minute, Tim? Yeah, I did. Like I said, it's, it's this sequence is a bit like... A rear window tribute. Oh, yeah. And it, especially as the binoculars in this minute, you see that play out. I'm a big fan of rear window, in case you can't tell. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a bit tenuous, but um, Harry is always using binoculars to scope out, right? Yeah, he's a bit of a dirty bastard. He's a bit of a dirty Harry. Whereas Scorpio is just maniacally always through a sniper, a single, single lens. Is there anything significant in that, do you think? Harry sees good and evil... Whereas Scorpio just uses one lead to sniper, he's just evil, evil. Mm. One eye function. One eye. Yeah. You think in a couple of years the um, pipe organ music, is that what it is? No, the pipe flute. Is that what yeah. Do you reckon that would have been replaced from saxophone? Like, it's only a couple of years out. <laughs> is it a bit too Jethro Tull? This oh, time? <laughs> the Aqualung. <laughs> the music, once again, so great in this movie, isn't it, Tim? Maybe not this particular... Oh, but it's fitting. This yeah. is just the music in this scene. It comes out of nowhere over the, the just the ambience of the street. When he sees the couple kissing. Such a personality, the music. Once again, we always go on about that, don't we, Trent? What's that? The music in this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you pick something at random like um, Die Hard. I mean, I'm sure the music's great in that, but it doesn't spring to mind. But no. here it's a real separate part. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you like this minute, Trav? Yeah, I always appreciate a bit of voyeurism. <laughs> You're looking at someone, looking at someone. That's pretty meta. I think on the big screen as well would have been a bit of a trick. <clears throat> Putting the little binocular mask over the footage. Oh, yeah. I always appreciate that. There's a lot of lot of kids necking in this movie, Tim. Uh, Trent. There is indeed. Yeah. I like the spinning Jeebus. Jesus save sign um, behind him. Yeah. Every time it cuts to him with his binoculars. Again, stressing that he is the most Messiah-like character. <laughs> it should just be a giant neon Clint Eastwood sign, like, don't do anything wrong, <laughs> San Francisco. Go talk to a chair. <laughs> what are your favourite um, voyeurism slash surveillance scenes in other films? I can't think of any that come to mind for me. What about the one where they're, they're spying on the, the women's shower room in Police, Police Academy? Academy. 
And um, Ranger the Nerds, I think, as well. Yeah. yeah, Gutenberg's having a good look, but then Harris comes and then they spot Harris. Yeah. Porkies through the shower hole. That's right. And yeah, um, what was the one you mentioned? Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds, I we've think. Got, we've got Bush. Yeah. That- <laughs> Very <laughs> problematic these days, that yeah. scene. Yes. Didn't he like build some elaborate computer so they can just. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they put the, like, the video Basically cameras. Basically, invented the. Because that's why, isn't it the origins of Facebook was just to rate girls on campus? Yeah, like, something like that. It's pretty much the same sort of Terrible. Chances. Now, Chico doesn't have much to do. He's just got a, a lamp and presumably a battery, but he looks quite engaged there, Trent. What is he? He's ready to go at any moment. He's got to be. He's getting a tan underneath that Jesus Saves line, yeah. so he's loving that. Because since half the movie's in darkness and they probably sleep during the day. <laughs> Isn't it funny how that Jesus Saves sign spins? But And when we enter the this actual whole scene, not this minute, but scene... We can see just the ambience of the blue light. Oh, hang on. It just came on again. But then when it's still on them, it just seems to be the red. <laughs> you can see the blue now. I think, that, I think that's a, uh, a film choice to show the, the different uh, moods mm. of Harry, like the devil, <laughs> the blue. You nerds are just thinking lightsabers, aren't you? Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> well, I, I think of the icy cups. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They, oh, pashmina minute. Are they wearing um, moo-moos or pashminas or just... It's pretty Ernie and Bert. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Cosby jumper on the right path. <laughs> and are they later the couple we see knock on the woman's door? Oh. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure, yeah. Maybe they are. Yeah. Hmm. And the, um, the wife browbeating the husband in the chair. <laughs> Is that Jack Nicholson? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's a precursor to The Shining. Like, <laughs> that's why he became an alcoholic. I think she's saying to him, I told you not to see a clockwork orange. It'll give you bad dreams. <laughs> she's like, that lamp, it's too large. It's three times the size of your face. I like it. Well, I don't. I mean, the lamp goes or I do. A clockwork orange. Another Kinney company yeah. production. Yeah. He told you not to go and see it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the guy being berated, he actually looks a bit like the D8 later on. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Doesn't he? Well, he looks more like the penitent guy in uh, Midnight Cowboy. Oh, jeez. Oh, right got... in front of that TV, he just wants to sit there and watch Madlock. And she's yeah. not, not having it. And then we pan up to see a woman in her panties, as they say. Her underwears. Underwears. the room. What is she doing? She's walking towards the window to do something. She's just eating something. She's sucking on her little finger. Definitely some drugs involved. She's just like, man, I'm so clothed right now. Oh, no, I'm not. Hmm. I did see her credit before. What has she forgotten? Or is she just hearing the door go and she's turning around? Yes. I think think that's it, isn't it? She comes back later. The door's in another room, though. She's got a Tinder date showing up. We won't be able to find out till the next uh, minute, but I'm presuming that she just hears. Now, do you think Scorpio's in one of these rooms? <laughs> Scorpio's sister. I think it would have been really good if... Uh, is it is it Chico? Chingo? What is his name? Chico. 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 If he wasn't in that scene and it was actually him in the underwear. And then, <laughs> and then like, he spots him and then he's like, that's why I don't like him. That's when we'll find out if he's a natural redhead. 
Do you reckon Harry's looking down all these people and thinking, they're all ants. All these people are ants. Yeah. He's got a superiority complex. He's just damn hippies. (laughs) He's pretty sadistic. Like, the whole classic line about the bullets and the gun. Mm. Like, he didn't have to do this whole... Like, it's not question time at Parliament. Like... (laughs) It's weird that guy's like, I gotta know. Like, do you though? Do you really want a gun pointed back at your head? There's two characters credited as hippie girl. Uh, I can't tell which one's her. Well, there's actually two shots. There's one where she starts coming forward and it cuts back to him. So maybe it was different girl. Are the credits in sequence? These are all uncredited oh, people. Right. Yeah. Um... I don't know. Both of them have very minimal credits. Oh, there's one here called First Nude. I wonder if that's her. (laughs) Could that be her? Put that on your resume. No, she's not. Hmm. We might have to contact one of our affiliates, Mr. Skin. He'd probably be able to tell us. Why? Like, why do they do that in films? Like, can't is it really that hard just to give someone a character's name? (laughs) Just like First Nude. You never hear about it. Screenwriters really not trying. Like. (laughs) And a backstory. Yeah. Everyone needs a backstory. Well, she, she, a she asked for it. She's like, what's going on? What am I forgetting? Yeah. Like, Where am I going to be by the end of the film? <laughs> She's like, who was I before this? <laughs> I was West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> Playground is where I spent most of my days. The other, um, I guess, notable thing about this sequence is the binocular vision. Yeah. Mm. Which um, I don't know if it's... We last saw at the start on the pool. I mean, how many other films before this would have done something like that? Yeah. Um, North by Northwest, is there a scene where they're looking, someone's looking at them on the nose of... I can't right, remember. Rush I'm sure a couple of war films would have done it. Oh, for sure. Surely, yeah. Like, the Navy, kind of like naval, I can imagine, seems like... Or even like pirate films where they're like, land Yeah, <laughs> that's true, actually. Trent, I, I guess they would have cut out... Had to cut out the sides of the binocular vision <laughs> on the VHS release. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Or right. just chosen one half of the screen. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Why is he looking through a telescope <laughs> Why do you think Harry gets distracted? And we say he's, he's a dedicated man, is obsessive. Why does he let him allow himself this luxury of just... I think it, isn't it established that he's a bit of a dirty, dirty voyeur? He is, but he's not deliberately looking for titillation. Just inquisitive, inquisitive mind. He doesn't, there's no romantic interest in this at all. Not even like some bit on the side. So they're saving that for part three, four. Yeah. It's an impact for two, three. The next door. The next door. (laughs) Once again, Tim, back to the plan that we're not convinced is logical. Why have they just got that one rifle? Um, I don't know. You're supposed to say because it's in the script, but um, <laughs> what's the justification? Yeah. And they're expecting Scorpio to turn up on the rooftop, right? right. Not, not be yeah, down there. So why is he looking down then if he's looking for rooftops? I assume they've gone for the highest vantage point. Yeah, well, they know what the they know the rooftop that he's appearing at because because that was the one he was at before. Yeah, because it's right now he looks. I think <coughs> they, they mentioned before that. When he got scared off by the helicopter. He's probably going to go back to the same roof. The question is, why isn't there also a man, like, on the roof behind the little... On the actual roof, like, crouching down by the ledge or something? And and why don't they go back to the rooftop where he shot the girl in the swimming pool? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Or maybe they... I mean, maybe that's, oh, yeah, his, maybe that's, maybe that's his favourite point, to kill people. Mm. Tim, we have some IMDB observations about the gun. It's a four five eight Winchester rifle. IMDB says, This is an express-type cartridge manufactured specifically for the hunting of thick-skinned game like elephants. The rifle fires a massive projectile, which, due to its weight, drops very quickly over short distances. It is the last type of cartridge that any knowledgeable shooter would employ in a sniper role. <laughs> so why did the chief, why did the ghost chief give him the gun? Well, it's just Harry's, Harry's mind. Maybe it's a ghost gun. Yeah. If you've got a Ghostbusters and Dirty Harry like, <laughs> combined and then right in the middle of the scene, like they come in and they just like put the chief into a trap <laughs> and then everyone's just like, and Harry just has a revelation that he's wasted his life. They're not even employed there. Like, <laughs> it's just been in his imagination the whole time. Then who's Chico? A prostitute. That he's picked up on the street. <laughs> Chica. He's a ghost too. Well, Trav, being a, a one-time, well, a stand-up comedian, do you treat your microphone as a sort of a, a gun that you, you're killing the stage with your humour? Just humor? it. <laughs> just, just, um, it's a holocaust. <laughs> Having said that, uh, can I tell a little story? Please. Mm. I have a, a, a pacemaker in my heart. Yes. Right? And the day before, because I have just the habit of just, like, dying, <laughs> like, just my heart stops. Right. So I went to the, I had to go in for a consultation before the operation. Mm. And this guy was like, heaps deadpan. And he um, said to me, like, oh, which pacemaker do you want? And he pulled out a drawer. And one of them's like a small teardrop size one. And the other one was like a calculator with sparking (laughs) wires. And he's like, which one do you want? And I went, um, like the small one. And then he was like, (laughs) Yeah, it's just a little joke we do here in the hospital. And I went, what? And then he's like, yeah, that one's from 1970s. And then I went, ah, I don't feel very good. And apparently I died for two minutes, like, after that. And then I woke up on a gurney and they were like, what happened? And the guy's like, I don't know. I did that pacemaker joke. And the guy's like, is that when you pull out the two pacemakers? And the guy's like, yep. And the guy's like, did he laugh? He's like, no, he didn't laugh. He died. (laughs) to get the fibrillators out, like... So, that joke was actually a killer joke out of all my years of stand-up. Like, <laughs> you, were the, you were the recipient. That guy actually, he's the joker. Like, Did he say it in a breathy way? Do you want this one or that? Oh, his delivery was amazing because it was just, he had no personality. <laughs> he, he just did a slight smirk and was like, no, nah, we don't use that one. <laughs> just something we do around here, you know, to keep the morale up. It got, it, it, if you're ever on a waiting list... Dying, like, knocks you up a few notches. Yeah, you get straight yeah. into surgery on that. So, that's my hot tip <laughs> if you're on a waiting list. Jesus. But, yeah, yeah. And then, like, seven years later, they're going to have to put another one in. But it's really weird. It's like every year I have to get it, like, calibrated. Mm. So, they put just, like, a Wi-Fi donut thing over it. And they're like, all right, we're going to speed it up. And you're like, all right. And then it's like, you're like, oh. And then they slow it down and I literally like kick the floor like a horse because I feel like I'm like I'm going through some sort of heart attack. So you could like mess with someone if if you're a bit of an evil person. 
like, you can do some pre- like I don't know if like Wi-Fi can like you know yeah. if someone could hack my pacemaker and get on as my- long as you're not hearing that dialogue yeah. exactly what I was thinking yeah. <laughs> sorry to go off topic no no were you on a gurney like Scorpio is later in the movie I was I've- people interviewing you Trav Trav what's it like a pacemaker can we get it on purpose so I can go up? Like, I went to some dude and I was like, I want my money's worth. <laughs> this guy told me a joke. <laughs> this one's for free. <laughs> He's like, punched my stomach. <laughs> this one's on the house. <laughs> it's weird. It's like, you know, it seems like something someone would do if they knew I was a comedian. Like, obviously, he had no idea. So it seems like something where someone's like, you're a comedian. <laughs> so am I. Here's a couple of jokes uh, from a Christmas cracker. They're cracking. You might be able to use them. <laughs> I'm still, here I am, living the dream. <laughs> Talking about Dirty Harry, so it's a good thing I survived. Yeah, so sorry to bring this podcast no, no. into this like weird depths. But yeah, that happened. Is there something in one of the Dirty Harry sequels to do with the pacemaker? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of just in the line of fire, his heart's going, isn't it? In the line of fire? He has yeah, he has, like, yeah, he has like... Um, I don't think Clint Eastwood would ever die. I don't think no. 88 this year. Already 88. I think he's already, yeah. But Reynolds is... <laughs> Rest in peace. And laughter. Yeah, Burt Reynolds minute. Tim, I think we've pretty much exhausted this minute. I suppose the only question is to ask if they remade this movie today, Trent. Is the is, are the shot these voyeur scenes a bit gratuitous now? I mean, oh, she's not naked. She's in a. In oh, a, she will be. She looks like she's been censored. Really, it looks like someone just drew. Like, <laughs> yeah, drew some texture on the film. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, someone drew on me. I wonder if she's nice to um. The brow-beating husband couple below her. Mm. You know, she, she gives them the time of day. I would like to see a spin-off movie about this couple. Oh, uh, do you think he, he, the guy made a pass at the girl up door? Maybe. Mm. I saw you looking at that hippie broad. <laughs> now, we're in San Francisco, but for some reason we all have these East Coast accents. <laughs> you get away from that girl. <laughs> Maybe she wants a big lamp as well. <laughs> <laughs> Big lamps. That's what I would have called this movie. <laughs> this year, the lamps are getting bigger. Oh, and the wives are hating it. get bigger. <laughs> what is that song about, honestly? Uh, nips of Beer. Fresh, right? oh. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nips of uh, Beer, yeah. yeah. Like the Nick, like the alcoholic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Were they under fire with that song? Like, were they? I don't know. <laughs> and turning Japanese was about masturbation, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Really? How? What's the... Squinting their eyes. <laughs> oh, seriously, that's what it is. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> squinting their eyes. What's that? Is there, is there a Why countdown not? interview where they actually admit that to Molly Meldrum? It's in, in something. <laughs> is that why he's Clinton? He's Clinton. Yeah. Clinton. Clint Eastwood. He's having a snappy every scene. That's why it's always from the top. <laughs> Even when he's holding binoculars of two hands, he's got a best boy there. He's <laughs> earning his keep. I like I said, male prostitute. <laughs> well, Tim, anything else to add? No, all good. All right, well, we'll catch it. Thanks very much for joining us, Trav. Hey, sorry for that story. No, it's fine. Not at all. That was, that was a highlight of the... Well, think of something funny to ask you about it. <laughs> if you want to join us in future minutes... Um... <coughs> 
Maybe one day you'll join us again, Trav. Yeah, I'll come back for when you do the, when you do like, I don't know, Grand Grand Torino. I'm really hoping we do Magnum Force Minute. Anyway, we'll catch you next time on Dirty Harry Minute Minute Minute. Minute. Turning Japanese Minute.